You mean to tell me there was two? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I just discovered something today. Yes, I was today years old when I realized this. I've read the Bible all the way through seven times and just today discovered this. Matthew chapter 21. When they had approached Jerusalem and had come to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village and opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them on immediately. Did you catch that? Not go to the town opposite you and find a colt. You will find a donkey with a colt. Untie, not untie the donkey. Untie them and bring not it to me. Bring them to me. The thing I just realized today is there was more than one donkey. More than one donkey. Okay, some of you are probably saying, well, yeah, Phil. Okay, so... I'm sorry, I just realized it today. And actually, I don't know how many sermons I've preached on this. I don't know how many sermons I've heard on it. In fact, Ian did a sermon on it this past Sunday on the because it was Palm Sunday, and he t- read from Matthew 21, and I didn't pick up on it. But today, while I'm reading it, I read there's two donkeys, the mother and the colt. And he, Jesus rode in on the colt, the, the young donkey, but the mother was with them. The only thing I could think is that Jesus did not want to separate the mother from the baby. And then when he was done riding, he would be reunited with his mother. No, and I say he because it's a colt. It's not a filly. A baby donkey, male baby donkey is a colt. A male or a female baby donkey is a filly. And a colt is not always a horse. A colt is also a donkey. And so anyway, I also decided to look up pictures of donkeys. Did you know that most donkeys on their backs have a cross? Yeah, I'm serious. Google donkey back. You'll see it right away. There's a cross. So Jesus sat on the cross while riding into town before he went to the cross. I just find that pretty amazing. Um, and there's another thing in the Bible that, and I, I guess what it, I'm getting to is that we often just assume because of what we've been taught. When we read it for ourselves, God will open our eyes to things that we may not have seen before. And that's one of the reasons why it is so important to read the Bible for yourself. I want to point out another one to you. How many animals did Noah take on the ark? He took them on the ark, right? Two by two? Is that what you're going to say? That's Fisher Price. How many did he take? Seven of every clean animal and two of every unclean animal. And that is found in Genesis chapter 7, Beginning with verse 2, you shall take with you seven pairs of every clean animal, a male and his female, and two of the animals that are not clean, a male and his female. 
also of the birds of the sky, seven pairs, male and female, to keep their offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. Why? Because when they got off the ark, God commanded Noah to sacrifice an animal. Let's say he sacrificed a cow, okay, a bull, and he only had two. No more bulls in this world. No more. Because you just killed off one of them. But because he had seven, he sacrificed the odd-numbered one. And then there was three pairs, a male and a female, three of a kind, to propagate for the rest of the world. To become food sources. So there was two pigs and seven cows on the ark. See, I knew that one. I learned that one a while ago. But that was one that maybe... You didn't know. But what I'm getting at is it's so important to read. It's great to go to church. It's great to hear a sermon. It's great to watch things online. It is fantastic to watch Bible time with Phil. It's great to do all these things. But my goodness, when you immerse yourself into this book, just you and God, it's amazing what he will show you. It's amazing the things that you will pull out of here. It's you will find things that you didn't realize were in here and it will strengthen your relationship with him. I know it's difficult to read it. And that's why I'm always telling people, okay, start with John. Okay. John was an eyewitness account of Everything that Jesus did. And John tries to help you understand that Jesus is the Messiah. He's the way of salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That's John 3.16. John is a great place to start if you really don't know what to do. And then move on to the book of Acts and learn about the Apostle Paul. And then go on to Romans and hear Paul's take on salvation for the Gentiles. J-A-R, John Acts Romans. You can find it towards the end of your Bible. Um, Not that far. I went all the way to Revelation. But they're right in order. Once you find John, there's John. You go a little more. There's Acts. You go a little more. And there's Romans. They're all right next to each other. So you can find them very easily. And then I also recommend that you try Genesis. Genesis reads like a novel. And even the first part of Exodus. Then if you get stuck... In Exodus, or if you get stuck in Leviticus, you know what? It's okay to say, God, I don't I don't think I'm ready to read this right now. You know what God's gonna say? Okay, let's go read Ruth, let's go read first Samuel, let's go read something else. It's okay to not read it in order. You don't have to pick it up and say, look how huge it is. I'm going to start here on page one. No, you can start on page 1092 in the book of Luke if you want to and read about the parable of the lamp is what I happen to turn to. I just don't recommend you start in Revelation. Save, Save that for last. There's a reason it's at the end. So anyway, when you take time to try to discover for yourself When I discovered that, I read it several times and I went, how could I not have seen that? But it strengthened my relationship with God because he led me to it. He opened my eyes to see, wait a minute, this says there are two donkeys and it's using the pronoun them, they, their. Yeah, it's more than one. Pretty amazing. So this week, 
would be a great week to really immerse yourself into the Bible. What do you get out of it? Well, you learn about who God really is. You stop just taking everything that you're told and taught and you learn for yourself and you spend some quality time with our father. Now, what happens if you don't read the Bible? Does that mean you don't go to heaven? Oh my goodness. No, you go to heaven. This is very clear that whoever believes in him shall be saved. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you are born again, you will see the kingdom of heaven. It's very clear. Believing is that it's that simple. The thief on the cross believed he's in heaven. The other thief on the other side ridiculed. I don't know what happened to him, but I'm telling you, this will change your life. I promise it will, because it is living, breathing word of God. It doesn't change. Our perception of what we read changes. I've read Matthew 21, I don't know how many times, preached on Jesus riding into town on a a donkey. Never knew there were two. Wow. Two donkeys. And the cross on the back. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. So hey, I had fun with today's Bible time. I hope you did too. Because that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless.